Hello and welcome. This is episode one of Therapy Matters with me, David Racinos, LCSW. In this episode, I'll introduce myself, give you an outline of upcoming shows and topics. So to start out, my name is David Racinos. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, currently doing private practice. I won't go too much into my past background, but I've worked as an artist for Disney, Warner Brothers, along with pursuing careers in the police force, fire academy, and nursing fields. If you're interested in knowing more about me, my website is davidracinoslcsw.com. I've worked in mental health for over 12 years, specializing in working with children, adolescents, and families. The diagnoses that I most currently encounter are often depression, anxiety, and ADHD, but there's numerous other ones that people come in for. But future shows will focus on these diagnoses and interventions along with coping coping skills that I've most commonly used during my um, interventions with clients. The reason for creating this podcast is to provide information and resources to assist uh, general of general information on mental health. I know that mental health can still be a stigma and people don't want to reach out for help or feel embarrassed to admit that they have some kind of issue. So I figured this is probably one of the better ways to address it and actually bring it out to light. I also know that mental health can be expensive and not everyone has the resources to seek out professional help. My goal is to share my experiences and client interventions that have been most helpful. I do feel that seeking professional help is the priority. So a disclaimer that this is in no way a substitute for seeking professional help, just more resource. But I know that, like I said, that some people may not be able to afford mental health services so hopefully this will be something that they could use to look up their own information as well as to figure out coping skills that might be the most useful for them. So I did mention that I have a lot of clients that are adolescent and dealing with families so I wanted to go in a little bit more detail about specifically why they come in for sessions. So with families I get a lot of behavioral issues with the kids, so I do get referrals for kids with ADHD and autism, and mainly it's just them not wanting to listen, follow directions. I get a lot of tantrums, a lot of anger issues, and it usually stems from the kid hearing the word no, so that's a biggie, and not wanting to receive consequence. I do get a lot of inconsistency with parents. What I mean is The mom will give the consequence or the dad will give the consequence, but then the kid will go to the other parent and they'll kind of uh, take sides, I guess, or try to make them oppose whatever the one parent, the uh, directive that they gave. So it's kind of like good cop, bad cop. And then the kid will understand like who they could get away with the most. And that's a biggie. So I get a lot of problems with that. So I try to tell the parents, you know, make the decision together if you can. I know it's difficult because of time issues but I do tell them try to do it together that's usually the best thing because what stems out of this is too I do get a lot of issues where it's a gender issue so for example the the dad will be like the disciplinary the hard one the one that the kid kind of is afraid of or respects the most and then I get the issue with the mom where the mom is the one that the kid in a way sees them as like the one that doesn't really 
um, not really very aggressive or strong. So the kid starts believing like I could get away with mom, which I get a lot. So then I've had these discussions with the dad where, you know, you're kind of portraying a role model. So you're telling the kid, hey, you know, the mom in a sense is like the weaker sex, which is not the case. But this is what I've received with and the clients have perceived this. And then there's also issues related with domestic violence that I see. The dad fighting, arguing with the mom, and then the kid kind of sees this. So it's basically setting them up as saying, you know, you're going to have future relationship issues. If you don't learn that, you know, try to think of both parents on the same page. So they're both equal, Uh, not taking into consideration gender. It's just more they should be both equal and treat each other with respect. That's like a big thing that I try to emphasize. So the more respect you show the kid and not arguing in front of them either, the kid will understand like, hey, you know, I could listen to both parents. Both parents are, I'll do the same thing as far as like my parenting and I won't take it, you know, decide one way or the other against either parent. So that's one of the things. The other thing is I see a lot of lack of communication between the couples. So kind of the same thing, relationship issues. So when you show the kids, like you get along as as a couple, there's not a lot of arguing. And when they are arguing, you don't do it in front of the kid and you try to resolve it. The kid's going to see like, hey, this is a positive relationship that I see. Hopefully in the future, they'll kind of try to imitate or try to copy the same. But they'll see like, you know, both partners are equal. That's mainly what I want to try to convey the message. And I see a lot of uh, DV, like I said. So this is like a big issue. So I try to tell the parents, you know, get your own therapy if possible. Try to work on couples therapy. Try to get something where you're not constantly arguing in front of the kid. So these are some of the issues with families. I'll get into more detail when I start specifically maybe dedicating one episode specifically to families. But I wanted to go into the next one, which is uh, a lot of the referrals that I get for adolescents and teens. So with this one, the the reasons they come in is for, well, various. I mean, I get depression, anxiety. But what I do get is that the kids tell me that they have very few friends. They have trust issues between and communication issues between themselves and the family. There's some sibling rivalry, and sometimes the parents, without really being aware of it, will kind of show preferential treatment or treat one kid different versus the other. Also, the school issues uh, are more like motivation, but these are more related to where the kid doesn't feel like he has very good self-esteem, and then it reflects upon school and their academic performance. Also, the kid feels like they're not being understood, Sometimes they tell me that the parents like to lecture. They like to compare themselves like, hey, you know, when I was your age, I used to do this. And I try to tell the parents, you know, make sure you're kind of aware of that because it's different times. The kids are going through different time. I always uh, talk to them about how technology and social media is so different compared to, you know, when they were growing up or when I was growing up, there wasn't any of this. So with me, for example... Um, And I always revert to this. I always tell the kids or the parents, remember when you were a kid, things were difficult. It's like uh, you probably forgot what it was to be a kid. And when I do therapy, that's all I always go back to. And I compare the kids. I tell them when I was your age, it was this and that. Not that I want to disclose a lot about myself, but I think it's important to build that connection, that rapport with kids. Plus, it gives them an idea of how I understand or I can relate in certain aspects of their lives. So I do tell the parents, you know, don't compare. Think of when you were a kid. Think of the issues that you went through. 
how who would you go to would you talk to your parents so a lot of them tell me no so i there's a lot of uh similarities between the kids of the old age and and the new kids so i try to kind of make them aware of that also the kids always tell me about not feeling validated so i get this a lot with uh, depressive kids where the parents in a way don't want to deal with it especially when it's like suicidal kids so the parents are like you'll get over it it's just a phase things will get better and the kids don't want to hear that they actually want you to talk to them and understand like hey i'm depressed help me i need to talk about this this is stuff that i'm keeping inside so that's an important issue and so these are kind of the main things that i focus with um adolescent and teens and like i said i'll go into more details when i specifically kind of focus on each area This podcast and website represents opinions of David Eli Racinos, as well as his guests to the show and website. It should not be taken as medical mental health advice. The contents here are for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult with your mental health care professional for your mental health questions. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast and website are of David Eli Racinos. While he makes every effort to ensure the information he is sharing is accurate, David welcomes any comments, suggestions, or correction of errors. He encourages listeners to do their own research and provide the resources we utilize in the show notes of each Privacy is of the utmost importance to David. All people, places, and scenarios mentioned in the podcast have been changed or left out to protect client confidentiality. David would love hearing from his listeners, but encourages you to use discernment and discretion to protect you or your client's confidentiality. He is not responsible and will not be held liable for what his listeners choose to share on his podcast, website, or associated social media accounts. Guests to his show will be solely responsible for what they choose to share, and he encourages them to protect client confidentiality. This podcast and website should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or website. In no way does listening, reading, emailing, or interacting on social media with our content establish a clinician-client relationship.